This is the AusChina Business Channel with Stacey Martin, our AusChina Business Specialist and Expat Financial Advisor. Experts, information and ideas on how to navigate business opportunities in Asia. This is SME Radio, powered by Eagle Waves Radio and broadcasting from Vivo Cafe, Sydney. Welcome to SME Radio. This is the Oz China Business Channel. I'm Stacey Martin, and here in the studio today with me is Philip Peng. Hey, Philip. Hey, Stacey. Philip is an amazing individual. I'm really excited to be interviewing Philip today because he, he's got this great startup business called Gree. Thank but, you. But before we talk about, about that, um, you've got an interesting background growing up in China. Tell us a little bit about uh, your journey and how you landed to work with one of the, uh, the biggest companies in the world. Okay, I grew up in South China. Uh, actually, it's the hometown of Chairman Mao. Only, only very one hour bus away. Um, I graduated from Beijing. Beijing is my second hometown. Um, after graduating, I worked overseas for more than 10 years, for more than 20 countries. So this is my major background. And uh, I worked for Huawei for his last fastest uh, 10 years. So this is my lucky to go with him about this 10, 10 fastest growth years. Globally. So, so Huawei is one of the top um, companies um, in the world and at a very young age you had a very responsible um, job there. What were some of your key learnings from working in, in a large Chinese company such as Huawei? Very good question. I think Huawei is not only a Chinese company. I need to reverse this one before I continue this answer. He's a global company actually, right. very global. And uh, for taking example, our business in Australia, the majority team is still local Australia. Uh, yeah, the key learning from Huawei, I think from my side, is major about two things. I joined Huawei at a very young age. I think the first one is that he gave me opportunity to, to get the global vision. So be, our, our project is multi-countries, work with many um, team members from all the countries together. And this is, this is the things which I can get from Huawei, cannot get from other companies. The second one is about uh, I, I realized that to add value to all the time, add value for the company and add value for myself as well. Because as a young career uh, member, it's always try to, to I- increase the value for both company and myself, then it's a win-win solution. And this is all the, the best two things which I learned from Huawei. So being able to add value, not only yourself, but having that global vision of how you can add value to others, you've come up with this really, uh, I guess, unique idea for your startup business. So you've you've left this uh, amazing company to follow your passion. So tell us about uh, the uh, program that you're working on at the moment. Okay, our business called Gree G R E I actually started from my myself's uh, uh, story. Then 10 years ago, when I first came to overseas, um, yes, I earn a good money, then I need to think about how to manage the money. But I don't have many ideas, to be honest. I don't know how to invest uh, right. I don't know what's the best ideas in Australia or in other countries as well. So sometimes I, I, I get opportunity to talk to some consultants, but actually they are not professional enough. I still cannot get enough knowledge or experience. So this is my much real story and the same story happen every day for, from my friends or my my colleagues so I, I think 
Actually, I read many books about uh, investment and wealth management uh, as well. Uh, as we said, in, in your life, in people's life, actually three things is very important for the happiness, like uh, health, definitely uh, very important, and love, and also wealth. Wealth is so important for our happiness, but actually the majority of us don't know how to manage it. Like myself, we are well educated. We, are, we, we earn a very good money and millions of money per year, but we don't know how to manage it very well. And uh, around us, we don't have the right people to consult. To consult them. So this gives me indi- indicate, I think a lot of people like me need this kind of knowledge and experience. That's why I feel the passion for uh, the natural, very natural passion for this business. I, I can via this platform to bring more financial knowledge, awareness management knowledge and experience to more users, especially in China. I know Australia have uh, a mature environment than in China, but in China it's a different story. Yeah. Yeah. But in, yeah. So you're looking to create greater awareness of how to effectively manage money. And I guess in China, because the wealth is evolved and quite new with the tremendous growth we've seen, particularly over the last few decades, a lot more people have more money. And so you're saying that there's, there's, there's really not the tools to manage it. I mean, I guess Australia has a world-class financial system. So is that why you've decided to um, start your business here in Australia? Uh, it's part of the reason. Actually, we started from Australia, but we treat this one as a global business because knowledge no boundary. So we can say we say anyone and anywhere. Um, but we started from Australia. We have some benefit here. Australia have a very mature system. It's very true, and also a lot of top professionals. They have a lot of valuable uh, experience and knowledge. And I can start from here with them and uh, bring this, this first batch of knowledge to to China. But we are not. We will not stop here. Yeah, we will move on to get more knowledge from everywhere. So back to that, uh, I guess, global vision. Yeah. Um, so have you launched the product yet? Uh, we'll say this is the version one for trial stage and uh, still a lot of work to do, especially for the knowledge part. We need to build more knowledge in place. But the product, the foundation is there and uh, our technology team is very strong. Um, we, we have the, we got the opportunities to, to run fast. And we also got some local investors, so they look look uh, opti- very positive for this opportunity and for the team as well. So you've you've got a lot of the foundations obviously in place, and I understand that you uh, some of your developers are are in Shenzhen uh, in South China. So how do you work with a sort of I guess a team that's uh, located in a different country? Oh, very good question. Uh, yeah, to be honest, I think the first most important one is about the right person. It's, it's really have some challenge to um, for the communication, but uh, the right person is, is, is most important than any other other reasons. And the second one is uh, always a good communication, clear, good communication, and uh, at the same page for the vision and for the dream. Actually, we have the same vision, same dream, and it's the right, right team together. Yeah. So you're using um, experts in Australia to help uh, with this um, education, telling their stories, um, inspiring people to be better in managing their personal wealth. What do you see over time as the opportunities for Australian businesses and SMEs to, uh, I guess, provide services to um, the phenomenal uh, range of listeners and and people around the globe who are going to be um, hearing from your experts in this program? Mm, I didn't quite get this. Yeah, question. I mean, 
Do you think, how can you see Australian companies benefiting? Do you think, frowning on the education, there'll be opportunities for Australian companies to provide some of the services that they're looking for? I mean, how do you see it evolving? Certainly wealth management is started to grow quite rapidly in China, but perhaps not as evolved or as regulated or as, or as many systems and services. So do you think Australian um, companies can help uh, with oh, that? Yes, definitely. I think the two, two major things. One is about the, to, to fulfill the real need. So some needs in Australia is real, but in China maybe it's a little bit different. So this is a major thing, so we identify the real needs. And the second one is about working with the right partners, the right people. Mm, not everyone can help uh, our business extended to China, but the right person can help us. Fantastic. Yeah. So your app uh, is called Gree, G-R-E-I, and um, I know it's early days, but you can actually download that now from the App Store, is that right? We can, we can, you can download it, but it's only about a Mandarin version. We didn't launch the English version yet. We try to get it mature, then yep. come to the English version. Okay, yeah. and so um, if anyone uh, is wanting to get uh, in touch with you, uh, find out more about the app or how they can be uh, participate as one of the experts or have some connections in China that are looking for this information, um, there'll be details on the website and people can get in touch. So fantastic initiative, Philip, and congratulations. So um, I've been speaking to Philip and uh, talking about GREI, G-R-E-I, the app uh, for education uh, on wealth management in China. Thank you, Stacey. SME Radio is backed by the power of the SME Association and its 30,000-strong national membership. For more information on the association and to become a member, please go to www.smea.org.au. Thanks for listening to SME Radio. This is a shameless plug for an advertiser, sponsor or partner. If you want your business name here and to reach our more than 33,000 members right across Australia, then give us a call. You can reach us via the website smeradio.com.au. Thanks for listening. My name's Stacey Martin. Welcome to SME Radio. I'm here as the host of the Oz China Business Channel, leveraging capital and capabilities. And I'm really excited to uh, have a guest here who is, well, currently in China. So Adam Goen is actually in um, Beijing at the moment, but he works all over Asia. We last caught up uh, in Hong Kong at the Asia Financial Forum last year and uh, more recently in Australia at the uh, uh, Australia-China Business Council's Agricultural Conference. So um, Adam, welcome to the show. Thanks. It's great to be here with you again. Great. So, um, Adam, you've um, got a pretty interesting um, background. You know, you've worked all over the world um, uh, and uh, you're today, uh, having had a trading background, been involved with setting up a range of different things over the last few decades. You're now focusing on the agricultural sector. Is that right? Yes. Yes. It's having spent some time in China and Asia and uh, been fortunate to move and migrate to Australia the challenge of uh, China food safety and delivering that supply from Australia. 
uh, is a challenge for everyone, and that's a really exciting business area to work on. Yes. So I hear that uh, you know some people talk about we're moving from the mining boom to the dining boom, uh, or dining room, I should say. But uh, I don't think we have enough uh, food or land to feed the whole of China, so we're a bit more like an exclusive um, cafe or provador, I guess, in terms of the food that we can provide into such a large market as China. Yes, I I, I think that that is the case. And the most likely area to scale is in the high premium quality that already exists. And there's a big, uh, my understanding based on uh, what we see and talk with people, is that there's a big demand for that and there's an opportunity to grow it. And that scaling niche businesses that produce premium food is a challenge and that's almost an artistry. And we're, we're finding and working with people that want to do that. And uh, and, and that's uh, it's a lot of fun, yes. So you've got a particular client, uh, I guess, a, a butcher in, in Australia who's got a very unique offering that you've been working with. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that case study? Yes, uh, you can see it online. Uh, that's our first study uh, or our first uh, business opportunity. And it was really the inspiration for the website uh, as a tool to help him find business partners. Because as you know, as an entrepreneur, uh, having built Sweat Equity, the first uh, the first scale and partner that you find is really critical. So uh, this, this this butcher shop owner is looking for someone that he culturally aligns with, uh, one or more people, and uh, and that's the person that he would trust to export his product outside of Australia, and uh, ideally arrange an investment partnership. So. It really started with uh, thinking about how we can help him come to China online, and then it was then it was like, okay, you know, he's got some mates. How do we help these people? And then all of a sudden, it kind of rolled as uh, as you can imagine into, oh, gee, what if we built this website that we could all use to kind of introduce mates to mates? Wow! So introducing mates to mates, um, the way you've described it to me, it's kind of like a bit of a dating website. Is that? A bit of a LinkedIn matching, um, people having a bit of a chat, seeing if they like each other. Tell us a little bit more about your sort of, I guess, your theory and how you put it together. Yeah, I think you've really summed it up nicely there. And, uh, you know, working with you in the marketplace, uh, as, as you mentioned earlier, and also David Thomas, uh, who I think was earlier or coming on your show soon. You know, we're all trying to find help, uh, help our friends and clients find people that they match up with culturally because we believe and I believe is that people who get along are more likely to succeed in business and finding that match especially for an SME business owner who's built that business from uh, blood sweat and tears it really matters about who their partner is and if you find the wrong one uh, then it kind of really can derail your entire life career and if you find the right one you've got a whole new uh, realm and uh, life to work with so that idea that we could use technology in the same way that men and women began uh, with dating ten or f- more than 15 years ago. And there's a little expression that, uh, that kind of came out of it, which is, in a way, Tasmanian farmers are from Venus and Beijing business people are from Mars. <laughs> and we're, we're, try- we're trying to help them meet online so that they can figure out if and who they would like culturally and feel comfortable to work with, let the entrepreneurs connect, and then they'll come back to us and say, okay, this is what we'd like to do. How can you help us uh, commercially achieve 
uh, our mutual dream and vision. And it's interesting because I guess Tasmania is very much known uh, for its produce, cherries, dairy and so on. But I imagine not many people in China would have heard of Tasmania until uh, recently uh, President Xi Jinping uh, visited our little island uh, state down there. Yes, I think it was really exciting and, and it shows that, uh, that it is a special place uh, and that, uh, the, that as one of the most southerly points that's farthest away from, say, Beijing, uh, that's a place to begin where we may be able to add the most value because we're trying to connect people that are, are very different. And just by going through that, uh, it kind of helped us think, oh, yes, <laughs> you know, people really are different, not just in language and the differences in culture and, and helping, helping them find one another. So as you say, uh, Tasmania definitely came onto the map. Uh, I think that the... Uh, the lavender business with the purple bear that uh, that the president held up was, oh, yeah. uh, was was really exciting and yeah. uh, and that there's a, there's a lot of food opportunities to go. Go ahead. So um, tell us a little bit practically how your website works because it's quite unique. Um, you know, you, you've started with the agricultural sector as, as we're talking about. So how does someone practically, uh, I guess, put up their uh, business opportunity, their funding requirement, uh, and seek investors? Well, the way that it's working right now really is about a story. And uh, in the way that uh, you and I and, and everyone in the world goes now on LinkedIn and Facebook, we start out with who we are, and then we put up a story, and then we talk about that, like Q&A. And uh, in the most simple way, all we've done is switch that order, which is we put up a story, people can ask about it, and if you agree that you'd like to exchange contact information, you can easily do that online. So that, that expression there is where stories introduce people. And you can self-introduce online or with assistance, say, from a, uh, someone who, who can help you. And essentially, right now, it's operational uh, as a supplier or as someone in China who is looking for a partner. They can go online. They can read, say, that first story about the butcher shop owner. And they can see what his goals, uh, you know, what his goals and um, and how and what his history has been, and they can self-negotiate their own introduction. Does that uh, does that ring? Yeah, no, and look, and it's really interesting because, um, you know, coming up to the Asia Financial Forum in Hong Kong in January, where we, um, I guess, connected last year, um, mm. there is a lot of, it's, it's not unusual, this facilitated business matching on the ground um, in Asia. You're just really, mm. I guess, taking it online? Yes, and my, uh, I think that you and I have talked about it before, how that is really positive and that, that online may be a constructive step to arrange that first meeting in Hong Kong. So maybe this is step number one online, then perhaps a video call or Skype like you and I are doing now is, uh, is step number two. And then when you and your team and your, your, uh, your clients get to the financial forum, you've already kind of pre-sorted out uh, people uh, that, you'll, that you'll want to meet rather than like, you know, we're still working at the advent of email and, and mostly doing the work on the ground and then have to follow up when we go back, as you know, yes? So this, uh, your current website is Farms and Finance uh, at Matching. What, what other yes. sectors do you have uh, planned? Well, I think food, honestly, is a big challenge uh, for Australia, uh, Australia farmers, China, uh, the whole developing uh, world area. 
so farms and finance is farmsandfinance.com is the brand that we're focusing on within Australia. Uh, we also have another website called Open Sesame, which is the China door to Australia on the finance side. And I think we'll have to see what customers want to do beyond food. I do think that food is a big challenge and it's an important one and that we it may we may want and need to spend more time on that before well, think, going uh, into other verticals. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So I think, uh, you know, in line with this idea of, you know, connecting capital and capabilities, you know, China really needs to uh, provide a good source of um, food, whether that's the, the high quality that we can provide in Australia with our clean lifestyle, uh, air and so on. Um, so if people want to get in touch and talk about getting on the site, uh, they just go to farmsandfinance.com.au. Um, so that's fantastic. Thanks for sharing that with us, Adam, and, and it's a great um, opportunity. Um, so thanks for being on the show. Uh, this is SME Radio, the AusChina Business Channel with um, Stacey Martin, and I've been talking to Adam Gowen today from farmsandfinance.com. Thanks, Adam. Thanks, Stacey. Wonderful. This is SME Radio, powered by Eagle Waves Radio and broadcasting from Vivo Cafe, Sydney. Want to reach more small business owners? We can help. Advertise with us and connect with more than 30,000 SMEs across Australia. smeradio.com.au